Christmas present every time because you sit before the record button is pushed play or mm-hmm. pressed or what you know I'm saying yeah. it wrong you are on the edge of your seat do you feel that do you feel it's that? like it's like going live and yeah. it's New Year's Eve we are hosting the um iconic show that I can't remember its name mm-hmm. in Times Square mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're like okay guys we're back it's called New Year's Eve in Times Square I think is, is it literally? <laughs> and and they're like, okay, guys, we're gonna be back on the air in three, two, and we have to like officially start the countdown. Yeah, from ten, nine. Oh, I was thinking it was like on Wayne's World when they do the three. Yeah, yeah, and they, you know, you can't see me, but I'm I'm doing the two and the one with my finger, and then I'm doing the arm in a circle to point to say you're on. Yeah, and so it's like it's that kind of adrenaline. Yeah. So when I hit hit record, even though we're not live in the slightest, I know I like to pretend we are. Well, I mean, you know, honestly, in a way, we are because we we do very little, little editing. editing, and so <laughs> if none at all. I mean, there might be a moment where we're like, mm, that may not be received well. Let's cut that. Yeah, let's cut Whatever. that. Whatever. But that hardly ever, ever happens. happens. Um, so it feels live in yeah. a lot of ways because I am constantly yeah. being, you know, I'm. Yeah, so call in. I'm, yeah, guys, callers. <laughs> the board, none of the lights are up right now. So it's, it's a very, this would be the time to call in. Yeah. Um, and we're doing caller number one, believe it or not. So it's whoever literally calls first. We'll answer. We'll answer. Yeah. We got a, I have two, uh, two landlines here in the studio. Um, and then I have, we have two cell phones here. So we have four phones, four lines ready to go. Yeah. So welcome to the sixth episode of She's She's Just Just Drunk with your charismatic host, Bright Woodward. Mm -hmm. And your buttery voiced, velvety piped Ooh, host. Thank you. Genevieve Blumel. Thank or, you. I guess we don't need all of that, but you know. Well, I'm not French, but my name is. Yeah, it just feels it. <laughs> you just can't help but say it that way, honestly. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to episode six. Um, we got a doozy for you. We're going to yeah. be unwrapping like a Christmas present, just like Bright described. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, first, just a little check-in. Obviously, um, we are in... Um, Lockdown mode here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. At the um, Junk Queen's Mansion. Yes. And um, so far, it's just been, you know, regular um, days. Um, we live with seven people, so uh-huh. self-isolation. Including ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Self-isolation is um, usually us and seven other people, so. Well, and they've been saying to limit your gatherings uh, to ten or less, so we just... Yeah. Made, made it, it. yeah uh, with our house three upstairs four downstairs yeah. so uh technically we could have three more folks over well actually technically if we split them we could have uh seven upstairs and uh six downstairs 
additionally. And then we'd have 10 up, 10 down. Oh, that's know? true, yeah. We, if we really wanted to push the envelope, we could. Yeah. But we're not We're not going to do that. We are uh, erring on the side of caution, and we're making it an entire household of 10 up yeah. and down. So, But, yeah. um, I mean, it really... It takes some of the fear out of it because if one of us gets it, we're all getting it. Honestly, if one of us has it, we all have, have it. it. And Which is, um, of course, we're talking about um, COVID-19, yes. the novelty coronavirus. Yes. Um, which I'm sure you're fully aware of. Which we won't monopolize this episode with. It's just, no. it, it does warrant mentioning to a degree because it's affecting our lives. and It's affecting everything. Um, and it's, yeah. Part it's of happening. why we have time to record. Uh, is we are kind of uh, just hanging out and organizing closets. Yeah, and and you uh, might be getting some uh, quarantine bonus specials. Oh, yeah, that's true. Those might be popping up in your feed. That's the main reason we're we're mentioning it is because you'll get some bonus content purely because we uh, probably are going to use this as a real vehicle. um, Of filling our time. Of filling our time. (laughs) Because I can't go to work right now. Right. Um, I work in a restaurant and a bar and they have been closed down by the governor. So I am out of work at this moment. Mm -hmm. You are still able to go to work, which is great um, for the time being. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't know how much longer that will last. Um, so yeah, uh, got some extra time on our hands. Our classes have been canceled, Mm -hmm. um, at our school where we go to at the growlings. Um, so everything's kind of up in the air right now, but I'm really excited that we've had this time to watch uh this documentary that we're going to talk about today yeah uh it's really trending it's on hulu um it's hillary yeah um and a lot of people were really buzzing about it when it initially uh was placed in the uh, queue for streaming mm-hmm. and uh, jenny started watching well the boys downstairs were telling us oh man it was so great they you know dedicated yeah you gotta watch it you gotta watch it dedicated four hours to watching it um yeah back to back and binged and uh so then jenny got into it you know she's always kind of looking for something to uh no uh, rudeness intended fall asleep to but uh (laughs) that's not not that it's boring in any way shape or form it's just as we need we all need something that would get us going to sue this into the night yes um it was it was my um how, how should I put uh, my cool down? Yeah. Know, at the end of my workout. Oh, yeah. So at the end of my day, I was like, I'm going to cozy up in bed with a nice long four hour episodic docuseries about Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, I didn't fall asleep because it's really interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. Because uh, we were actually, were we doing that yesterday watching a bit or was that? I think it was the uh, day before. Yesterday, Garrett came over and we made TikTok videos. Right. All day. I have a question that I wanted to get the ball rolled, all rolling right. with. I'm excited. And, um, okay, so, um, what is your honest opinion of Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. just you personally, mm-hmm. right, Woodward, mm-hmm. and did this docuseries change any opinion that you already had about her? Um, I would say that... It's a two-part uh, question. Yes. My honest opinion about Hillary, uh, depends on the decade. There was a time when... I thought a lot of the same ignorant things that other people did, Mm -hmm. but that was honestly when I was young, young Mm -hmm. and not of a voting age and not very well educated on things. You know, I was young minded and didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. So, but when she actually, like when we noticed in the documentary, it commented on her um, uh, running 
and being elected in uh, 2000 for yeah. Sen- Senate of New York. Yes. Um, at the time that was going on, I thought it was so strange. Not strange that she was running, right. really, because I knew that she had so much experience that that mm-hmm. was great and that was cool. But yeah. that she was running for a Senate in New York, I thought was strange. I did, too. Um, but then when she did it, I was like, okay. I still kind of dismissed it and mm-hmm. acted like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but yeah. sure, that's great, whatever she's doing. And then, of course, you know, her, her continued work and... Uh, in, in candidacy for varied things mm-hmm. made me start to look at her more so and go, huh, you know, yeah, I'm interested. But, you know, with all the scandal that went on while, you know, she was first lady and everything that I had weird opinions then. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, uh, during the actual 2016 election, yeah. my opinion of her was I, I genuinely loved her mm-hmm. and was so excited for her to yeah. win. I was so excited for her to be president. Um, it was just an amazing time. It was also a really confusing and strange uh, circus time that yes. we didn't even know was going to be multiplied by however a much. Billion. It's gonna be. We didn't realize it's gonna get so much. We didn't realize worse it was going to be better. the strangest uh, election in modern political history. Well, and this and one of the strangest presidencies as well. Yeah. It's just <laughs> anyway. Um, but I. Uh, during the election, during the candidacy, primaries-wise, uh, and then also when it was the final two, um, I was just so excited. I was so elated, and I was so I respected her so much, despite anything anybody had to say. So or, you had a pretty good opinion of her. I definitely did. And yeah. then after that, um, how she handled the loss, um, uh, it just made me love her even more. Yeah. And then with this documentary it brought back a lot of feelings and thoughts about her that uh, when she lost, I don't like to say lost because I don't feel... You know, I never say that. (laughs) The thing is, she didn't. Yes, that is true. She lost the electoral college. This is my thought on that. She lost because she is not currently president. I don't think she lost because she technically did by... Three million votes. Right. By, by the action. popular vote. Yes. She won. Right. That I believe, and I fo- will believe forever, and that's fine, and I still believe she won to this day, but mm-hmm. when I do comment and say she lost, it's purely because she right. does not hold the seat. That's yes. the only reason I'm saying that. Yeah. But anyway, so my current is that like I just am really in awe of her mm-hmm. and her ability yeah. To persevere. Yeah. And just, you know, everything that she's accomplished, you know. But anyway, that's yeah. that's my answer to that. What was the two-parted? Did I do that? No, you did it. You okay, did cool, it great. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, well, I guess if I were to counter, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I mean, I don't, I guess... What is your opinion of her? Yes, that's fine. A question. And Mm -hmm. I loved that you asked me that, but Mm -hmm. I guess I don't want to... I mean, you can share that, your opinion on that, Mm -hmm. of course. But um, was it hard for you to watch the documentary? Did you enjoy it? It was very hard for me to watch it. Yeah. Um, A lot of my close friends know that the Clintons are relatives of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, So, of course, a lot of people hearing that are going to think I'm biased. Um, But, I mean... Yeah, but you're not that kind of person. No, I'm really not. I like to form my own opinions. Um, Mm -hmm. My stepmother is a Clinton, and I grew up in a household that was very Mm -hmm. Um, Mm pro-Clinton. 
and um, have always loved them. I have visited the White House twice. I have been privileged enough to visit the White House um, during two different Christmas parties in my <laughs> youth. Um, a privilege that I didn't realize was a privilege at the time because I was so young mm-hmm. and thought, oh, everybody gets to go to the White House. But now as a 31-year-old woman, remembering that I was six years old in the White House, mm-hmm. I would go, what the fuck? Yeah. I wish I had more memories because, mm-hmm. you know, they you lose memories over oh, time. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I've always had a fondness for them. I've always thought the Clinton Foundation, you know, a lot of people have feelings that it is some kind of, you know... Um, criminal organization in, design, in, mm-hmm. in disguise, which is ignorance. Um, they do amazing things. I think Chelsea is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I think it's really personal for both of us because we're both from Arkansas. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I don't want even some of my comments when you, when I did yeah. answer your question, I yeah. don't want to imply that I ever didn't like either one of them. I've always yeah. loved the Clinton family yeah. in general. Oh, but even if you did, I hear it constantly. Yeah. Oh, because people don't know that I have any connection with mm-hmm. them other than being from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when I tell people in my everyday life where I'm from, um, I get one of two reactions, mm-hmm. which is, and it's always usually Clinton associated, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's where Bill Clinton's mm-hmm. from. Yeah. And they get excited or, oh, that's where the Clintons are from. And they're right. disgusted. Mm-hmm. And I never reveal myself on either circumstance. I just kind of listen and yeah. go on. Um, but I was raised very democratic, very liberal yes, in a lot of ways. Me so too. we were, I loved them and yeah. I thought I, I, I was interested. I just loved their family dynamic. Their mm-hmm. energy was always, no matter the mistakes or choices or yeah. bad things in a family that happened with them, mm-hmm. they were on a public stage. Mm-hmm. That's why the difference is, but yeah. they still maintained a, a energy that they loved each other and that yeah. they always mattered. And I'm someone other, who, so I loved that. Who has a, a personal connection with the Clintons and also who, been so proud of how Monica Lewinsky has changed, um, has handled that situation and oh, yeah. gone on in her life. Obviously I'm referring to the affair scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think there's, there's, um, ability to have love in my heart for both circumstances. I think everybody made mistakes in that circumstance, but yeah. it's like, I get honestly, yeah. and I'm able to, I haven't always been able to be as, as empathetic mm-hmm. to each person with as much clarity I feel as mm-hmm. I do now. Yeah. But, um, I still always have had a heart for each one of them. Cause I'm just a, I'm a person that, that loves people in general. Yeah. And I, I do really see a little further into stuff, but, um, than the surface would give, but yeah. I see where, you know, I see where Bill, I see where Hillary, I see where Monica in that situation yeah. were, could be coming from in any shape. And the great thing about this documentary was that they talked about it very openly in this mm-hmm. documentary, mm-hmm. Hillary and Bill did. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was, uh, it was very nice. It um, was endearing. It was very endearing, which that's why I said to you a couple of days ago, I was like, I don't think that this documentary is by any means unbiased. I think it is shedding the Clintons in good light. Oh yeah. But it is also touching on subjects that do not shed good light on them. Right. But it gives them an opportunity to say, yeah, we fucked up. Yeah, mistakes were made. Yeah, I felt like it was honestly a vehicle to further humanize them. Yes. Because they, in a mm-hmm. lot of ways, were very dehumanized yeah. for and so I long. I don't think this documentary is going to change the opinions of people oh, who hate yeah. her. No way. Because, number one, I don't think they're going to watch it. Right. Number two, mm-hmm. if they did watch it, mm-hmm. it I, would be in a continually packed down box of yeah. things that are 
cons- made a conspiracy to I don't know further their wealth ambitious and careers and, and their power hungry lives and blah blah blah. And you know blah, blah. what? Ambitious careers and being why is that a bad why thing? Why is that a bad thing? That's not a bad thing. Yeah, well, because they think that they're murderers. They think that they're all kinds of things. They think that they have literally killed people to get ahead, which you know I think is the furthest thing from the truth. But that's my opinion. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Whatever. Believe what you want and yeah. agree or disagree. I don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> No, 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 you did. Uh, you did answer it. Uh, because to me, it was, I really enjoyed watching it, but mm-hmm. particularly the last couple of episodes were mm-hmm. difficult to watch, even yeah. more so. Um, just because they were so much more fresh. The last one was more fresh yeah. to uh, what we experienced. Because, I mean, right, it, the election is really important for us moving here. It was a real pivotal oh, point. Oh, Absolutely. For us making decisions that, you know, we Not wanted... because we didn't want to be in the South no, so much no, no, anymore, no, no, no. but more that, like, it was like, what do we have to lose? Yeah. Like, the world's going to shit, and <laughs> what's the phrase? Going to hell in a handbasket. Going to hell in a handbasket. Um, we don't have time to waste. Yeah. It was more of that kind of feeling. Like, we don't have any time to waste. Let's go somewhere. Let's do because, something. I mean, I love where I'm from. I yeah. love my home state. I love yeah. my family. I love my friends. I love, you know... Uh, most things that about was uh, a really um, another endearing part of watching the docu series um, in the earlier episodes of Bill was very um, uh, had his foot down about I'm going back to Arkansas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because that's where I'm from. Those are the people I love, yeah. and I want to try to create real change in that state. Yeah. And at first, Hillary was like, "Okay, we'll see you later. I'm going to go over here," which was great. Like she didn't, you know. She didn't, like, completely pick a man over her career. Mm -hmm. But then she ended up also... She did end up going there Mm -hmm. to visit him. And then she got offered a job and she decided to stay. Mm -hmm. Because she did love him so much and did want to be with him. Um, But just, like, that feeling of, yeah, there there is this feeling when you're from the South. And when you grow up not um, super rich or anything, which he was as poor as dirt. Yeah, he's Um, from Hope, Arkansas, which, honey, is a little bitty. Yeah. Um, he has a very interesting past. You know, he was adopted. He was, um, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Best watermelon in the world. Yeah. If you ever want to go there. But but he, uh, he had this draw to go back there and want to change things mm-hmm. and help things. And I think we've all felt like that being from Arkansas that, like, there's so few of, like, the the liberal and the level-headed that sometimes we don't want to leave because mm-hmm. we don't want to um, lose any blue in this sea of red. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know... But then, you know, but then people do leave because yeah. they want to broaden their horizons. Well, and you know, I just... The election itself in which people say that all the time about, like, they... they It, it was it was such a, a dramatic and traumatic situation that mm-hmm. we all put our hopes into and thought, you know, I think we surrendered to think it was going to happen. And then when it didn't, it was really hard to yeah. admit it didn't. And that's okay, because, I mean, you know... And I even felt some guilt watching it, because, you know, during 2016, I was a big Bernie supporter. Mm -hmm. Like, I liked Hillary, and I was supporting Hillary, and then Bernie came along and kind of changed my opinions and views on Mm -hmm. things. And then kind of going back and watching it, and, you know, honestly, she has this really great part that I absolutely respect her for, where she just flat out says, I never liked Bernie, okay? He's this, and he's this, and he's this, and he's everything I don't like about Washington. Mm-hmm. And whether you agree with that or not, I just thought it was really cool that she finally said it out loud mm-hmm. and was able to say it out loud. Yeah. She's like, I don't fucking like him. <laughs> you know? And, um... Yeah. 
And so, yeah, I was like, man, maybe I shouldn't have jumped off the Hillary boat the way that I did. But I did jump back on, obviously, when she got the primary, um, when she won the primary. But um, I feel like that that I am the prime example of everybody who has kind of supported her. Like, we're kind of fair weather with Hillary. Mm-hmm. We're with her when we're with her, but when we're not, we're not. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but I'll tell you what, that's kind of Bernie folks too, though. Same that's thing. true. Yeah. It's, it's a very hot trend to be that way. Yeah. Especially um, in politics. And I guess that's what you're signing up for. Yeah. Um, but it really humanized her and I, and I really liked it a lot. Not that I didn't think she was human before, but I, the media portrays her in such a crazy way sometimes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I didn't realize, um, before watching this documentary, that uh, when she was first lady of Arkansas, that she did not take his last name mm-hmm. when they first got married. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I didn't that. know that either. Yeah, I didn't know that. And um, people hated her because of that. Like, <laughs> all Arkansans mm-hmm. hated her. Oh, I bet. And it's like, man, you have been hated from the second you, like, stepped out the door. And um, they... She was ne- like she would go on interviews after Bill won his first run as governor, and pe- the interviewers would say, "You are not the picture of what Arkansans want their first lady to be." How do you react to that? And she was just like, "I don't know, I'm just me. <laughs> like I, I'm not gonna change. I'm me, you know." Um, because she had a job, she mm-hmm. didn't have children, and she mm-hmm. didn't take her husband's last name. She was still just going by Hillary Rodham. Mm-hmm. So when he lost the second one she changed her name for him mm-hmm. so that he would win on the third try. Yeah. And he did win on the third try. And, you know, she was like, that was a very small, you know, sacrifice for me to make, to make sure that, you know, if, cause we feel as like, if I have anything to do with someone losing oh. and it's something that mm-hmm. can be easily changed, yes. then yeah. But, um, there's how fucked up that was. And it was the, and it was 1980. Mm-hmm. It was really early on. But I mean, and, and a lot of people may see that as a small thing mm-hmm. and like, oh, well that's not, I mean, that's something so simple for her to do, you know, to help that situation. Right. And what, but why should she have to, to do me, that? It's not small. I think that it's like, well, where, where do I stop? Become, where do I stop mm-hmm. as a woman completely immersing myself into my mm-hmm. husband or, or significant other's mm-hmm. career to the point where I don't exist yeah. anymore. And Bill never expected that of her. He never wanted that mm-hmm. of her. He knew who he was marrying. That's why he fell in love with her. Mm-hmm. Because when they met at Yale, he was like, this woman's like any, no, no other woman I've ever met before. Mm-hmm. She's so passionate. She's so focused. Mm-hmm. She's so smart. Mm-hmm. You know, he mm-hmm. never cared. And... I think I saw a clip of him saying, like, it never bothered me. It bothered y'all. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, then she ended up changing her name um, to what we know now, Hillary Rodden Clinton. It's just always and something. It's, it's all, always you something. Know, you know, as a woman, you have to you have to be in the shadows all the time or, you yeah. know, it's just. Especially, and she was coming from not being in the South. Yeah. To being immersed, like, oh, you're oh. supposed to be this, this image of I Southern. Can't. Uh, a housewife as the governor's <laughs> wife, as the first lady of Arkansas. And she was like, I'm not that. So, Sorry. <laughs> okay, y'all. Um, so yeah, people hated her from the beginning, which really sucks because she did a lot of um, really wonderful things when she was first lady of Arkansas. She advocated for women and children all the time. Um, and then, you know, the 
the docuseries progresses and we see her go from first lady of Arkansas to first lady of America. Mm-hmm. And they hated her again. <laughs> Which I'll tell you, a lot of this hatred is like, it's a, it's a real, as much as people look at that, like, oh, that's so awful, whatever else it's like, honey, when somebody is hated for all the right reasons, mm-hmm. It is a beacon of woe, when, especially when you look back. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, this is a trailblazing person. Mm-hmm. This is a life-changing person, a country-changing person that yeah. we didn't even know was. Everything that she was doing, good and bad, mm-hmm. were all pivotal in so many moments for our history in the country. Yeah. And lots of things that she did, you know, made other things happen Mm -hmm. that, you know, you just don't think about until it's already done. Yeah. I I think about her in, in the evolution of where she started and to where she is and all of the different roles that she's played. I mean, I think one of the big things that, um, when they, when they did become president and first lady, um, they commented a lot that how much, because, you know, like, the First Lady will take on projects and stuff, you know, yeah. like, to a degree. Um, they've always kind of done that, but it's usually something that's more, like, superficial charity-based. Yeah. Um, where they'll have fundraising or, like, a, some kind of campaign for mm-hmm. just something not not insignificant by any means and not, not simple. It, it's something that's important and matters. It usually is, of course. But they didn't do it like Hillary did, where she was a working member of the administration's team. Yeah, because Bill put her in charge of health care. Um, and she was she was off the top. He, he made it very apparent that he... It's not that he couldn't do it without her. He wouldn't do it without her. And yeah. he doesn't want to do it without her. Because with her, it's so much better. And that was just a a part that I really enjoyed watching um, and was really inspired by that. I liked that so much. Um, And I thought it was cool. That was a a big change. That was, you know, saying, like, listen, the First Lady can can be all kinds of things. It can be exactly what it's always been. That's fine. But as Hillary Clinton, I want to be this First Lady. And people were losing their shit over that. Yeah. They she hated had, that. They, she had to step back so many different times mm-hmm. because, you know, their advisors and their PR people were like, it'll just be better if you just kind of start sitting these things out. And, and she did it graciously. She, you know, she comes from kind of an old school mm-hmm. um, approach of like not responding to sexism. Yeah. And because you don't ever want to come off as like a woman scorned or um, hysterical, mm-hmm. um, because then they'll hurdle so much more sexist crap at you. Yes, and I think that's one of you know the things we see in this uh, pre and post 2016 election of like Hillary was almost too graceful, mm-hmm. and now women have about one more inch. Of wiggle room when it comes to calling out bullshit. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Mm-hmm. But because we saw all of the stuff she went through and then, you know, the Me Too movement happened and mm-hmm. then, 
you know, the women's March and all this stuff that happened, um, during and following the election, uh, it has given us a little bit more room to start saying, you know what, I'm not going to shut up. I'm not going to have you put me in a corner. She obviously did not have that privilege being first right. lady. Well, know? and I think that we is it still exists uh, for the fear of appearing and being labeled, you know, hysterical and being labeled overly emotional and being labeled all those things. It, it is that hasn't gone anywhere. That's not like not a thing anymore. It's just I think we all are kind of making more conscious decisions to not care that it exists and say, yeah. and, and to know ourselves better, to not believe the label and say, you know, just because I'm upset about something mm-hmm. doesn't make me over emotional. It just makes me having an emotion. Yeah. And they always said, you know, one of her biggest uh, criticisms is, is that she was never emotional enough, mm-hmm. but that was because she didn't want to be too emotional and have you read her for that. Well, but we're trained and taught yeah. to be a man. Yeah. We're trained and taught that it, to to be an equal, we have to be just like you. And it's hard. You can't be a woman and a man. Yeah. You have to be a woman. And it's funny, you know, in the docuseries, they go into, you know, after Bill had the affair and admitted to it. Yeah. Um, at first, you know, people were wondering, like, what is Hillary going to do? Is she going to stay with him or is she going to leave him? Mm-hmm. And from a um, critic's point of view, from the public's point of view... Her staying with him helped her public image during mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. But then after they left the White House, mm-hmm. it completely hurt her image. Yeah. And everything she tried to do after that, women were so mad at her that she stayed with her husband. Yeah. But actually, during the time it was happening, it saved her public image that mm-hmm. she stayed with her husband. Yeah. And it's just so funny how the public just switches like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we liked it then, but we don't like it now. Mm-hmm. You know, because she, had she been walked out on her husband, people would have hated her as first lady. Mm, yeah. You know? Because I'll tell you, I'll bring you back to a, a good example. Princess Diana. Uh, first name princess, last name Diana. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Look what she, they did to her. Yeah. When she left, mm-hmm. she said, I don't want to be a, not that, I don't remember. Was, was it a, was it a, um, was that like extramarital stuff? Yes, yes. Okay, I was yes. thinking it was. It was. He's still with her. Mm-hmm, right. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Camille. Camille, that's right. Yeah. Um. So when all that went on and she was like, no, I'm not staying and I don't want to be here and I don't want to be married to you anymore. I don't yeah. care if I'm a member of the royal family. The press ripped her apart. I don't care if I have children with you. I don't want to be with you. Yeah. And it was horrendous. Yeah. I mean, obviously, she was the people's princess. People loved her no matter what. But oh, yeah. she did get a lot of unnecessary backlash for Mm -hmm. that shit because she stood in her truth. And I think Hillary stood in her truth was that I don't want to leave my husband. Yeah. And and, and to speak in the documentary, I Mm -hmm. mean, her truth was, look, as much as I was upset at him, I was mad at him Mm -hmm. and I did not like what happened. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of reasons I stayed. And one of them was because I love him. Yeah. And I don't want to not be with him. I just don't like what happened. Yeah. And I was hurt and devastated by Mm -hmm. the information. And it was very hard for me to take in. But I also, it's none of our business. Yeah. It's that's their marriage. It's their marriage. I mean, be with who you want to be with. And, you know, even on a bill stance, it's that. It was to say that no one's ever made a mistake in the world. Yeah. And when you're in such a 
famous position as that, it changes your rights and wrongs in the moments Mm -hmm. and how wrong they are Mm -hmm. and how right they are. Percentages change on that stuff. And not to say that they are any less or more in actuality. It's just that your mind doesn't make the same decisions as it would when the fame was not there. Yeah. I've never been famous. So I cannot really say what I would do and wouldn't do, but that's the whole point of that. I don't know what I would do. I know that I'm a good person. I know that I walk in, you know, as much love as I can and try to be kind and, you know, empathetic to others. But if I was pressured and overwhelmed to the to that level, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I would do to try yeah. to ease my anxieties and ease my mind and, and try to settle and center myself. I don't yeah. know what those things would be. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, that, I can't be mad that at part anyone. of her life really does not affect my opinion of her. No, absolutely not. Um, what does affect my opinion of her is her work and yeah, her, her, her genuine effort to like make the right choices on behalf of the American people. And it's so sad, you know, especially now, especially four years later, when we think about where we would be as a country versus uh, where we would be as, uh, as a country had Hillary won versus where we are now. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it would be pretty remarkable to see all the wonderful achievements that she made. Yeah. Um, and it makes me think about, you know, in 2008, when I remember very clearly, like, the overwhelming feeling and sight of America and the world celebrating in unison for mm-hmm. when Obama won. Oh, Yeah. Like, I just, I still remember that buzzing feeling Mm -hmm. and watching the news footage and people were celebrating all over the world for this. And it, and it feeling like this is what American optimism looks like. Mm -hmm. These are the feelings that we chase when we are championing, 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 championing. Thank Mm you. Um, for good and right to be done. Yeah. And when Hillary lost in 2016, it was so precisely and very exactly the opposite feeling of yeah. that feeling. Yes. It t- it was. It was like almost it was almost like American optimism might be dead. Mhm. Um, and of course there are people who will say I'm exaggerating, but that was my experience. That was my personal experience when Hillary lost was that it was the opposite of all of that optimism when Obama won Mm -hmm. and just feeling like so shell shocked. It just, it just doesn't ever really feel like, you know, our and I, this is my opinion, then people can say what they want to say, like it, hate it, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't care. I'm going to say what I think. Yeah. I feel like our as great as our country is, fine. Our country is great. Mm-hmm. I love our country mm-hmm. in so many ways. Mm-hmm. I dislike it in just as many ways. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I, I think that we had so much hope. And there was such a wave of positivity when Obama won mm-hmm. and such a devastation when Hillary lost mm-hmm. because... Not saying that nothing happened in between. We saw horrible things happen oh, when no, no, yeah, Obama yeah. was in office. Not saying... 
Uh, I'm not putting Obama in the, in the Obama administration in a perfection light. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. But what I am saying is when you are so used to a country having the administrations that it has had, mm-hmm. having the picture that it has had, um, the representation that it has had, being straight white male people, mm-hmm. and being, you know, honestly, I don't feel like our country ever really is for the people for real. It's just not to me. Well, because it's it's capitalism. It and, has and a even mask though of not all capitalism is bad capitalism. It isn't, but but we have seen the worst of capitalism in America. Anything good a lot of the time is it's still everyone you still have a seed planted in your mind that there's some something that they're going to use mm-hmm. to propel something else that you're going to hate. Yeah. And you go, well, what, what am I yeah. getting out of this good thing? And so it's like when that, when that good thing happened, it was like, it felt like, oh my God, we get to have this. Mm-hmm. Like they're letting us have this. Almost, I can't yeah. believe they're letting us have this. And we were so excited that, oh my, this is a, this is so cool. And it's like, oh my God, we got it for eight years too. This is amazing. It's like, you know, how you were just saying, um, it doesn't feel for the people. It's for just for some of the people. Yes. And, and Obama might've been the first time that the other minorities Mm -hmm. were feeling a little bit more light shed on them. Yeah. A little bit more representation, a little bit more of this and that. There were still horrible things happening. Yeah. There were still bad things happening. But a little bit more supported. And yeah. And it felt like, you know, you know, maybe maybe if we say something's wrong, mm-hmm. someone might listen. Listen. Right. Maybe. It's maybe. not that bad stuff stopped. Oh, no, no, because no. Because it didn't. It's just. There were still Can just we tell somebody many... now? Can we tell somebody now that this yeah. is going on? And if we do, are they going to believe us more now? Yeah. It was like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was just cool to get to have that for yeah. a little and while. Not that Hillary, I'm that person. I'm had another Democrat that. come into office following Obama, uh-huh. we would have felt like, okay, we get to continue this. We yeah. don't have to stop. We can keep building. We yeah. Can... If we had gotten yeah. that, I would have been surprised that they let us have it still. And that yeah. they let us continue our momentum. But there's also been a lot of wonderful benefits that have come out of it yeah. not happening. But and and I don't want to focus so hard on it all being about the election and what went right. on or anything. But that last part of the documentary, yeah. I'm just saying, was difficult to watch. Yeah. It was just, it was still a very fresh thing that yeah. was four years ago, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> crazy to think. We blocked a lot of it out, though. Yeah. Because of trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway. Um but I'm I'm not gonna say that Hillary is by any means like the perfect candidate because she's not. I think I nobody think that, is. I think that politics is a nasty, corrupt game. Yes. If you're in it, you're having to play it. Yeah. Some people have less dirty hands than other people. Yeah. We should be voting with people with the least dirty hands. Yeah. That's just how it works. Um, but you know, there is no way to go in there and win with clean tactics. Yeah. Because people, you're, you're fighting too much with super, super, super dirty, yeah. typically, that you have to get a little dirty to get in there. you got to fight fire with fire a little bit. Yeah. And I think we are from the kind of last little trail bits of our generation who um, kind of get that mm-hmm. and are like, all right, like, we don't like it, but we got to deal with it. Yeah. You know? And I love the newer generation fighting and being so vocal. Um, 
but it just all can't come overnight. No, it can't. It can't. You can't, no. you can't get everything overnight. Because none of the stuff that we do have did. Oh, absolutely not. Bad or good, yeah. none of it was overnight. Um, I don't think that the election or, or anything that she has done um, will ever change her legacy, though. Mm-mm. Which has been to try to give the working American a chance. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just try and give them a chance, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and she has inspired and advocated for women and children her entire career. Mm-hmm. And so it makes me mad when these people who hate on her so much just so easily forget that. Mm-hmm. You know, when you hear uh, people back in our home state just trash talk her, I'm like... Do you even know what she did when she was here? Yeah. Do you even care to know? Yeah. And it's frustrating. If she left this earth today or tomorrow mm-hmm. and never did another thing. Do you think we'd finally appreciate her? A lot of times that happens when people yeah, die. And it's maybe. such a fucking slap in the face. It's like they finally get that that, that permission to say, you know what? I feel sorry enough mm-hmm. for her that she's dead. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give her a bone. I kind of felt a little <laughs> bit like that pitiful. recently when Elizabeth Warren had to drop out of the primaries. Yeah. Um, of course, it wasn't the same level again, but it was just kind of yeah. like this other little It was reminder. reminiscent, though. It was reminiscent because it was like, we should have done more for her. We should have fighted harder for her. But I was so disengaged this election because of just how um, hope deficient I feel mm-hmm. about the entire system. Um, it's just hard to get back invested. It's hard to get back invested when there was such a huge loss. And that's no excuse. It's just No, it's not an excuse. And I feel guilty for it. That's what I'm saying. It's just what's on our hearts to say. I I think that, I don't know if Elizabeth Warren would have been a good president, but I know that she, like Hillary, wants to give the American worker a chance. Mm -hmm. And now we're left with these two Dum dums, <laughs> who I don't even want to watch. I yeah. don't even care. It's like here we are again with two old white guys. Mm-hmm. It's like we have to start all over. Yeah, it does feel that way. You know. But I mean, you know what? I want to get on. Uh, let's get on something. <laughs> you want to switch it over? Let's kind of get on something fun, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Oh, well, I'll say this: there is a little information we do need to talk about. Um. Uh, just, I need to touch on some things before we end the episode in general, but, mm-hmm. uh, I do want to say that, uh, in regards to Hillary and the documentary, it ended on a wonderful note and no spoilers. It's just, I'll say that she has come full circle and looks wonderful, sounds wonderful, um, hasn't forgotten anything that's gone on, but at least I, I feel so much better that she is in a place where she's like, I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. And it's going to be either good, bad, uh, or beneficial or not. And I'm going to keep being myself. And that seems the running theme for her is despite everything that happens and everything that comes her way, she is still undeniably and unapologetically herself. And I love that. And I'm yeah. so proud and inspired by that. No matter what office she holds, doesn't matter. Uh, I don't know. To me, it, it it felt more like a kind of a somber ending. It just kind of I felt mean, it, like, it, it felt like it was her saying it is what it is. I agree with that. But I that's what I'm saying is I actually like that. Mm-hmm. That it's, it is what it is. But 
I think she's still really sad. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is very, very still. And just like. It's too fresh. It's not gone enough. But it's better than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Because in my mind, you know, I, you know, I worry about fictional characters on a television show. Mm-hmm. So if I do that and worry and want to go see how they're doing each episode, I'm worried about this person who's a real person. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm even that much more worried about Hillary and how she's coping and how she's dealing because to make something matter so much and then not have it, mm-hmm. you know, and to not have it in the fashion that she didn't have it, I can only imagine. It, it's something that is going to live on for a very long time. It's going to be really hard to, she may never get over it. And that's okay. Yeah. But to see her in a documentary that's been recently filmed that she Uh participated in, that she chose to be a part of. Yeah. uh, Helped me feel hope for her strength and her ability to keep moving forward. That's what I'm saying. That's why I thought it was a great ending Mm. and and a positive ending. Even if it doesn't mean that she's, even if it was a somber, technical somber ending, I I liked that it's like, you know, I can still see you yeah. in there. I can still see you in there. And I'm happy about that. Yeah. Yeah, because it ended with, you know, her talking about the remarkable amount of women mm-hmm. who have run for office and have won office in the Senate and the Congress and all this stuff. Um, and that is, you know, absolutely because of uh, some of the strides that she made in the political system. Mm-hmm. Um, women are inspired by her. Uh and she kind of, it kind of ends with it on this positive note of like, there's so many more women going in, mm-hmm. but then like, we know today that it looks the way it looks today. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, I had a really sad feeling when it ended because I was like, she's talking about all the wonderful things that are going to come. And I, I don't think they're not going to come, but I, it just doesn't look like it right now. Well, I'll tell you, because I had a sad feeling as well, and my sad feeling came from, you know, I was empathizing with her, what I would imagine is, it's cool to be the person making history. That's really cool. It's cool to be the one opening the doors for all these people. It's cool to be that, and it's cool to be remembered as that. It's that I'll, she'll forever be in history books because of those types of things, but it's like... You know, it's fun to be the one that, you know, constructs the trophy, but I'd like to hold it in my hands one day. Sure. Oh, absolutely. And it's like, will I get to do that? Do I have to reserve? Is it good enough for her to go on to see the first female president knowing that that was because of a lot of hard work that she did? Or is it still just really fucking shitty that it wasn't her? Yeah. And that's, that is, there is nothing wrong with wanting something that much. Yeah. That is okay. And I, and I'm, I'm proud for her still wanting something I love something how ambitious she is. I do too. I love how quote unquote power hungry she is. Mm-hmm. You know? Because the only ones because that make it. Because she worked hard for it. The only ones that make it for real in any arena mm-hmm. to the top are yeah. those that are delusional enough to believe they can. Yeah. And that's what ambition is, is delusion to believe you can do something that is seemingly impossible and inconceivable yeah. and you go do it anyway yeah. and you put well, in none of it was it. in vain. That's for Absolutely sure. Absolutely not. It was not. None of it was in vain. I mean, a lot of people would say it was in vain, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't think it was. No, I don't. Either. I think that it is, um, ignited so many women 
um, wanting to be in office and wanting to, you know, go to law school, be lawyers, be partners in their firms, mm-hmm. be, you know, so much more than they thought that they could be. Yeah. So I left yeah. the documentary feeling both, uh, sad mm-hmm. because it still is such an ever present, uh, thing all the things that had happened previously and how I felt during it all going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that I do, I do, I love and care for her and I don't want her to suffer that way and feel that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I like her as a person and I like her as a human being. Uh-huh. Uh, and if she were, if I were, you know, related to her in some way and she was a family member, then I would think those things. But I also left feeling kind of hopeful that, yeah, man, She's going to be okay. Yeah. Even if she's in the midst of still feeling very shitty about all of this stuff and being constantly reminded because, uh, that man is there and taking over a position that she was so deserving of having. Yeah. And would have done a damn better job of doing it. Yeah. 100%. Her her on her worst day would have never matched to him on anything you could call his best day. We could have reelected any previous president for a third term and they would be doing better. Yeah, exactly. But either way, whatever. Um, so I, I left it feeling both ways, but yeah. I, I really did enjoy it and I recommend yeah. you guys watch it because it is very... Yeah, check it out, you guys. It's yeah. on Hulu. It's, it's really good. It's, cool. it's really, really good. It's just, it's just a neat, neat timeline of her entire career. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll wrap that up and yeah. then uh, we're, we're going to record a quarantine bonus for you. <laughs> Well, I too want to, oh. um, I wrote some things down to make sure that we, uh, talk oh, sure. about, um, we, uh, are we naming the fan of the month yet? Oh yeah. Is that now or? Yeah. Um, here, let me see your notes. Okay. Well, it's just, I wrote the oh, name and yeah. like wrote her Instagram handle and where she's from. Oh, so that's right. Yes. Can... We do have a couple of things to talk about. Um, I'm so sorry. Thank you no, for bringing okay. that up. Yeah, just okay, so before we go, meat and the potatoes. Um, you guys, uh, as a lot of you already know, we were on the Tony Soto show mm-hmm. last week, which we got to hang out with Tony and Maxwell and record with them, and yeah. we had literally the most fun. We did not want it to end. No, it was so fun. I hope so much they invite us back, though mm-hmm. no pressure. No, but I really hope they invite but us back because it was really would, fun. Uh, we would turn on a dime to get there, and yeah. we would drop everything in the floor. <laughs> It was just so fun. So, so check out that episode. Uh, if you're not following the Tony Soto show, go subscribe to them right. on iTunes. Go follow their Instagram. Yeah, it's at the Tony Soto show on Instagram. Yeah. Tony uh, Soto is a drag queen here in LA. Right. But also an advocate, uh, an activist, yeah, and an all-around funny guy. Yeah, very funny guy. And very, uh, very well, uh, <laughs> he may not probably like this phrasing, but well-intentioned, well-informed. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and, and I feel um, passionate about what he believes in. But I think that um, one thing I noticed about Tony is that he also has a way of being able to see both sides of things, um, being passionate about what he thinks, but mm-hmm. also going, you know, but there are other things. That, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not the only side to the, the, to the subject. Yeah. And as much as I may think this thing, I'm able to put shed some light on this side of it. And I yeah. really appreciated that a lot. It helped really fuel the conversation. Yeah. And I, I felt good that, oh, I'm in the room with two, uh, aside from Jenny, of course, but two very smart people. Yeah. And I'm happy to have a conversation. And Maxwell Esposito, he yes. he is also... Um, Please go follow A Millennial Moment with Maxwell. Yes, Millennial Moment with Maxwell, where he goes over a few different uh, t- s- s- seemingly small subjects, but are just as 
rich, um, rich in content and uh, will pull you in a in with a gr- gravitational level of magnetism. He's mostly, I believe, uh, posting it on like an IGTV format on Instagram. Um, I don't know that it's a YouTube channel, but it may very well be. If so, you can search with that Millennial Moment with Maxwell. Um, the Tony Soto Show is available on several different platforms, iTunes, uh, Spotify, um, I believe SoundCloud, and uh, several other things. Probably most anywhere that podcasts are available. Our episode that we were featured as guests on is um, Women Be Gossipin'. Yes. Uh, the show is really fun. Uh, they have a lot of uh, guests on that we personally know, but then a lot of other ones that we don't. And yeah. uh, I've listened to several episodes and have subscribed. I've left a review and rated and uh, shown my support. And now that we've been guests on there, I'm doing that much more so and much more fully enthralled. Yeah. He, uh, he has a show called Learn the Words Bitch at um, Akbar. In Silver Lake, um, it's usually the first Monday of every month. Now, of course, with the Corona um, virus, it is, um, or the pandemic in general, it's actually put a little halt on a lot of people's uh, uh, shows and commitments and gigs and things. So it does make it a little bit harder for everybody to uh, have something to go to right now. But uh, I'm, I, it will resume when the restrictions are lifted. So if you want to go out and have a great time, uh, Learn the Words is a really, really fun event. And uh, he alluded to us maybe uh, uh, judging the contest, uh, hopefully in some month soon to come when we're able to. Uh, and I would be nothing but honored to do that. So I'm excited and I hope uh, we can. Anyway, we just enjoyed being a part of it. I loved it. I, yeah. I, I can't wait to do it again or be somewhere else and <laughs> be a guest because it was fun. It was so much fun. I loved it so much. All right. So we're going to end this with um, a very important segment, mm-hmm. which is Fan of the Month. Fan of the Month! Woo! Now, as we all know, Cody Dunbar was Fan of the Month for February. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were saying on the streets, like, Cody's going to get it again. Mm-hmm. Like, we think... We think it's Cody. There was a lot of buzz that he was going to be a uh, two-peat, repeat. Yeah. And um, uh, sorry to say, Cody, you've got some competition. You do. Because this month, the fan of the month uh, is a dear friend of mine. Mm -hmm. I've known for years and years. We worked at my father's restaurant together and grew to be sisters. Yeah. I love her so much. She uh, is a native of Little Rock, Arkansas, Mm -hmm. I think. Oh, I, I, I don't know that to be 100% I think certain, she was born there. But I, I feel safe enough to agree with you. <laughs> and if it is wrong, it's really not that big of a deal and whatever. So, uh, big congratulations to Melissa Hooper. Melissa Hooper. Of Little Rock, Arkansas. Right. Instagram handle so, uh, is Melby uh, uh, One Kenobi, which I hope will be very telling as to... Um, the nerdery that she probably involves herself in, um, which I love because I'm a Star Wars fan as well. So Huge that's fine. Fan. And uh, she's in good company. She's uh, in good company. Yeah. So Melissa has sent us consistent messages mm-hmm. and kind regards since yes. we have premiered this show. She listens every week. Mm-hmm. She loves the show. Mm-hmm. And she's an um, avid and very present supporter. And we have yes. uh, leaned on that energy with such grateful heart yes that we're so proud and happy that she's done that and last week she sent me a message specifically saying i'm going for that fan of the month girl 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Ask, you shall receive. And very deserving. Yeah. I, I could not, as soon as Jenny even whispered the notion of that being true, I immediately said, I'm ready and yeah. on board. And I fully support doing it. And we did. Yeah. It's already done that. It's recorded. So, uh, Cody, I hope that this will motivate you. Uh, as much as you have been so amazing, and I wouldn't dare say you should do any more or be any better because uh, you're wonderful as you are. But maybe it will make you better. You know, I, I think that I'm excited to see what kind of fan you evolve into. Yeah. And, I, I know- and, you know, I've got a list of others who are on the list. Well, let me say this really quick before you do that part. So nobody's safe. I'll tell you, no, knowing Cody and being as good a friend to him as I am and close, I know, close as I am with him, he is known for being an amazing, dedicated, thorough, and detailed fan of anything that he is a fan of. So all of you out there that are potentially on this list... He is a force to be reckoned with, and you better be ready for that. Yeah. So, Melissa, Agreed. I don't know what kind of uh, private messages that you're going to receive as a backlash of this win. I hope everything's all positive, uh, but I can't guarantee that. We don't encourage it. We don't encourage it. Kind of bickery between our fans. No. I want no. you guys to know you're both equally wonderful, and it's... You don't have to go to those types of lengths. And if you want to be the next fan of the month yeah. for April, show us what you got. Yeah. Send us a message. Tell us you love us. Yeah. It's just love based. Hey, you know what? If you, people who give us good reviews on iTunes, mm-hmm. give us five star ratings. Yeah. You know, because we've got a couple in there right now that are also making the list. Mm-hmm. So uh, these are just suggestions if you want to get a shout out on your favorite podcast. Yeah, because I'd, I'd love to read them. I'd, I'd love to read any bit of support. And, uh, well, we don't have to read them out loud right now. No, no, I'm not. I was just curious, and I thought, I want to look and see if we have any. But if, we do. You know, once we, you know, have... Uh, when we have those in there that really, really make us excited mm-hmm. uh, to go, oh, my goodness, I love this, and yeah. I want to tell the world, yeah. we're going to read them for you. Yeah. So, okay, guys, we're going to wrap this up. We love you so much. Thanks for listening to us talk about uh, the docuseries, Hillary. Go watch it. It's really good. Um, for those of you who are still dealing with the upset of the 2016 election, I don't know if it's too soon for you. You know, go in with caution because it's a lot of a lot of sad stuff. Anywho. Uh, and we don't say that with any, like, uh, sarcasm. It genuinely, it, it is... Uh, we mean that that there's no time limit on a grief issue, and that's a, that's something that I we definitely grieved ourselves. So, um, but I was ready. I felt ready to go into it. So if you feel ready, yeah. go watch it, and it's great. Yeah. All right. Bye bye. Bye guys. Bye. This was Jenny and Bright on their hottest podcast yet. She's just drunk. Thank y'all for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram to see when new episodes post at she's just drunk podcast. Please like, subscribe, comment, and leave us a review on whichever streaming service you're listening to us today.